it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome back to the show, 888-638-4876. If you'd like to get involved, it's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers. We are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. Happy to have you with us and happy to take your calls. Let's go to line one. Lance, you're on the show. Good morning, Lance. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What you got? Good. Hey. Uh, What's up, know, buddy? I actually think Casey's going to end up being the, the starter uh, this next year. Wait, go ahead. Uh, say that again, Lance. I think Casey's going to be the starter this next year. Okay. Um, and I think especially if he is healthy in the spring, um, the big question that I have is uh, how much actual design QB run game are they going to have? And that probably will indicate who that starter is going to be. Uh, I think Casey propel- prepares well, um, but – if you're going to start a guy like Sims over Casey, who probably completes about 8% less of his passes, uh, if you're not going to design runs for him, I think it's really hard to plan an offense where you're like, well, he may give us a big play on a scramble. And I don't think you're going to pick the guy that's going to play every down based on his ability to scramble in a, in a scramble drill. So let me ask you something, Lance. Do you think that there's a point, and you've been through it all here the last, as a huge fan, didn't we reach a point with, with like, let's say, Adrian Martinez where we just wanted him to be consistent? And then once he was consistent, it was, oh, okay, maybe it's time for a fresh start. We know what we're getting. What's the new shiny thing? With Tommy Armstrong, it was, they coined the phrase YOLO balls, right? But when he was good, he was really, really good. Uh, then there was Iowa, right? So we're like, gosh, if you were just consistent. I'm not sure. So I'm just asking these questions rhetorically with, with Andrew because I'm not – I think we have to be careful with wanting upside. Adrian Martinez was a victim of 2018 success, right? Armstrong was a, was a victim of firing a laser on a skinny post to, to, to you know, Kenny Bell, Taylor Martinez was a victim to going 80 against K-State. Like, do we want consistency again or do we not? I think we do. I just don't think we realize it uh, in the moment. So, oh, that's a good call. Uh, you know, yeah, I think when you see people make amazing plays, we're like, oh, we fall in love with that. But then when, when that's such a small percentage of – uh, how the game goes, then you get look over how the course of a season goes. And, like, last year, I think if Casey does not get hurt, that's the most consistent QB play we've seen. I mean, you probably win another two games, not to talk about the, the past, but I think he's the the best we've had in terms of consistency in a really long mm-hmm. time. Because it's easy to fall in love with the big play, whether it be um, Tommy or Taylor or Adrian. I mean, Adrian was probably a victim of his six games as a freshman where we like, we want that guy. And we just, that really over the course of time, we found out that really wasn't him. So 
I would always go with consistency as long as the consistency is productive over a guy that might make one or two plays every couple of games. Let me ask you something. I'll get you out of here on this, Lance, and I appreciate the call. Is that the book, because you're around a lot of football guys close to the program, is that your sphere of influence is general consensus, or are you kind of on an island? Um, I think from what I hear, like the if you can get that sort of play, and, and the caveat is you're not going to run the ball uh, a ton, like team guaranteed QB runs, then that's very good high-level quarterback play. Um, now, if you're if you're going to move to where you're going to run the ball more um, and and scheme just a bunch of QB run games, then you're probably going to look at, at Sims. But, you know, from what I was heard last year from talking to people close to the program, um, Casey had a lot of places where he should have probably been running the ball and told me he had to keep it, mm-hmm. and we didn't see that a lot. So if we could get that a little more, but with the consistency in the throwing game, I think Casey's the guy. Lance, appreciate the call. Thanks it's, so much. He's the first one on record I've heard say that. I'll the, tell you, the I, very first one I've heard. I'll say. tell you in regards to the Adrian Martinez comment, and, and you mentioned 2018, um, big year, comes back, high expectation, articles were written, future Heisman, he's on the list. An expectation was set. Six, six to that's, one odds. That's what people read into. And it goes back to what we talk about with recruits a lot, DB, is you have a lot of hype. You have to reach a certain expectation, and now you're all of a sudden feeling that pressure. And can you overcome that pressure to meet the expectation that people want you to meet instead of just finding that consistent baseline like you were kind of talking about? So – the caveat, I don't know how you feel about this without real-life examples, but the caveat, I know what coaches would probably say. They'd probably say, yes, consistency is great, but there's six to seven, There's a handful of plays a game that a quarterback's got to be able to make to win the game that is out of the, cons- for lack of a better term, the consistency mold. Is that... That seems you. like what a coach would tell me. Hey, there's a handful of plays, though, and, and that guy has got to be capable of making them. Do you go from 3-9, and 4-8, and 2-10 and ten per se, and get there by leapfrogging consistency and go to upside? I don't think so. I don't think you get there like that. You may be on the border of being consistent with the upside guy, but I don't think you get straight to the upside that you're looking for unless you get some consistency first. And that's what needs to be established in spring. Come spring, figuring out through spring who's going to be the guy that brings you consistency so that you can start to build back toward where you want to go. Matt Rule's not a guy that will turn it around in year one and just make you go... 12-0, 12-0, and 10-2. and two. Not to say that he can't be that guy. It's just track record shows that he's doesn't, that's not how it works with him. Mm. It's a slow burn to get there. Yes, he mentioned before that the slow burn happened last year, and he doesn't want to say, hey, we're going to go 3-9 and nine this season. But you have to establish 
a form of consistency before you can even talk upside with this program. Yeah. I, you know, it's different because they have so many new players. I, I'm just – I'm thinking as you're talking to me, and I'm like, okay – when did I start talking about Nebraska needs better players? Well, I almost, I barely ever did, except for a handful of games. I remember Oklahoma this year. I was like, oh, my gosh. They have nobody for that guy. They have nobody for that guy. And then I watched Oklahoma the rest of the year, and I was like, God, was Nebraska's psyche and morale that shook after one week of a coaching change where, okay, throw that one out the window. Um, they played Ohio State tough and Lincoln last year. Remember that? And we were like, what in the world is Ryan Day doing? I still didn't talk about talent. But it, there were some plays over the course of the season where I was like, ah, their guys are just better than our guys. So I'm factoring all that in when I'm listening to you ask me the question. I think what Nebraska misses the most is consistency. They do. So I'm with you there. I just wonder what happens. So do we say, so what I say it like this, let's just get consistent in playing good football and we'll worry about getting difference makers later? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, like is that, because I told you when Keku's Kevin on Twitter told me this years ago, this is probably, I don't know, it just started, it's probably 10 years ago. He's like, oh, man, you know, it's a lot easier to go from 4 to 8 than it is from 8 to 10 in terms of wins. We were having these conversations about Coach Pelini. And I, I definitely think he's right, right? I, I think 4 to 8, going from 4 to 8 is all about consistency. I do. I, so I'm kind of, I firmly believe that. 8 to 10 is more about higher end talent. Get consistency, discover playmakers later. Yes, to answer your question. Yeah, yeah. So did it surprise you that a couple of our guys in the DMs thought that last week when we were talking about this, that five wins would be disappointing next year? I was surprised that was the response. Mm -hmm. Right, because we got into it, and I was like, oh, you know, if Coach Rule goes five and seven, and you said, well, he's not going to say that out loud, but if there's progress to be made, right. then he'd probably take five and seven. And other people said, no, I'm not taking five and seven. Isn't that weird, though? That's more wins than Coach Frost ever got. And when's the, when's the last time we won five? Was it 19? A long time ago. Well, I mean, it's not that long, but it's long. It feels long. It, when it you're winning three and four long. games ago, and I can't remember, but maybe that's just more me. Would f is five wins disappointing? Not if there's progress made. So you want consistent. I, I, I'm just... At the end of the day, it all starts and ends with consistency. So how do me. we... So going back to that quarterback ranking, did it surprise you that Tanner Moore, we were talking, this originally started with Athlon's article about ranking the Big Ten quarterbacks. Did it surprise you that Tanner Mordecai, Mordecai at Wisconsin came in number two? See, I think we looked at different rankings because my rankings did not have him at two. The one that I looked at. So, at, are you talking about you're talking about Athlon's ranking mm -hmm. the Big Ten quarterbacks? Yep. Athlon's QB rankings. Yeah, I got the early 2023 QB preview and rankings. So, I think they're two different articles. 
but wow, they're both from Athlon the, Sports. Fr- from, the, from the same people, huh? Yeah, because two on this list is Tunga Vailoa. Well, he's one on this one. And then JJ's one on this one. McCarthy. So, I mean, just right there, talk about how even writers from the same platform can't figure out who's coming first. I'm on, and I'm on your article now, and I kept the other one open. So they went, they went McCarthy, Tua, then McCord? Mm-hmm. See, McCord is like six on the other and one. And that's why I said high or expectation f- for him. Hey, we'll talk to Joel Lorenzi next.